We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time in Matthew Spinauer and Theo Ash. Today, we have a great episode planned for you all today. We're going to talk about some NBA storylines, of course. Uh, we're going to give our kind of soft record predictions like we did last week, this time for the NFC South after the uh, Baker Mayfield trade to the Carolina Panthers. And we're going to rank our favorite sports mascots on the Rank It segment. And uh, if we have time, if we have time, we might do a start bench cut. We'll see. It could be a really big episode or it could not be. But before we get into all of that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? It's my Super I'm doing really good. It's my Super Bowl. I. It's like Freaky Friday where Matt has to hype up Baker Mayfield and <laughs> Bladen has to say how much he sucks. Although you haven't been a big Baker guy for a while, Bladen, but still no. it's like a little, little fun little role reversal or whatnot. It is. For me. It is kind of fun. <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. Hey, I mean the Panthers the Panthers took the Browns best quarterback out of their pocket for a little fifth and you guys had to pay all the money for him. I mean, you got fleeced. It's tough. It happens for sure. Why don't you, why don't you, fleece, Browns, some, why don't you like, fleece some bitches, man? All right, man. Yeah, you're mad. You mad. <laughs> Panthers by two touchdowns week one. Uh, Everybody thinks that. I, I asked the question on TikTok is who you got and it's pretty heavy, heavy money coming in on the on the Panthers, but I kind of think that's emotion. Really? That doesn't that's that doesn't matter. That's that's heart money, not not head money, all right. When's yeah. the last time the Browns won an opener? It's been I think it's like 06. Ooh. Was the last time. That is pretty pathetic. <laughs> yeah, because it's a pathetic team, dude. This is the Panthers we're talking about, man. The Panthers. You're the Panthers. Your team sucks. <laughs> Bro, and you suck. Your best play, <laughs> your best, your best players made of glass. I don't know what you want me to like. I mean, will we know he'll be healthy your, week one at least? Yeah, <laughs> my best player is playing more than your best player. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Miles Garrett and, and Nick Chubb are both playing, and Wyatt Teller. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, see, man, I don't. 
It's okay. Jacoby Brissett disaster class incoming. Brian bro, Burns we, is going to have bro, him we in could the put deepest, it, darkest pits of hell. We could start. We could. We could pick up Case Cookus, and we would still. We would and still win that game. We, we would. <laughs> I'm not. Case I'm not Cook scared. Of the, I'm not scared on this podcast. I'm not scared man. of the Carolina Panthers. I'm really not. Okay, <laughs> so but make sure you guys make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> Keep helping this podcast grow, and make sure you join the chalkboard to be involved in things like the rank it or to talk about my album or to pose questions for us to answer. All that good stuff. You know, hit sit in on games with us. But. um yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna go through the uh, NFC South. Well, we gotta talk more about the Baker trade than nope, that. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't want to talk about it because he knows his team is done. Oh Matt, how do you how do you feeling? Like, I guess I mean we could talk about the Baker trade and and talk about the Carolina Panthers overall our expectations yeah. at the same time. Matt, you are for some reason a Carolina Panthers fan. What are your? You're sitting here. You've had a couple minutes to process this. What do you think about the trade and and where the direction the team is headed in right now? I feel about the bit. You know how like when your team drafts somebody in the fifth round, and maybe you're like okay, but you don't really have strong feelings about it. This is about the same. Like it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, it's just Baker Mayfield, so it's like people are are really amped up about it. I think there's a world where Baker's like a reasonable game manager and the Panthers have invested more in their offensive line. I feel like their (laughs) offensive line is significantly better and they have some like decent weapons on offense and you can kind of see how that's going to work. So I actually think the Panthers are going to be okay next year as in like six, seven wins. But with Baker, I don't expect him to be like a long-term solution or anything. But it's sort of a, you know, Matt Rule is coaching for his job here and he's not betting on a third round pick rookie and Sam Darnold. So it's it's fine. It's a totally fine move. There's also some Panthers fans like freaking out about it. Who cares? Yeah, it's it's at the very least like a a neutral move, right? I mean, you're only paying him five million dollars of his contract this year in a season where like the roster is already set. Like that's not preventing you from making any big free agency moves. It's all already happened. A fifth round pick, like, yeah, whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I think at the very least, if you're a Panthers fan, like, I guess you could say maybe you're disappointed. You don't see corral. I guess that's like the only thing is like, if you were really excited to see like a pretty reasonable path to corral playing time, um, maybe this, like you really believe in him. If you're coaching for your job, you're not throwing a third-round rookie out there. You might have Sam Darnold's your well, only, only other guy, right? <laughs> so, I'm see. I'm telling yeah. myself that it's better that Corral's getting a year to sit. So really, I can't lose. Right. That's the only. Um, that's the only way I could see being like mad, like oh, mad about this move. I guess maybe if you really cared about the feelings of Robbie Anderson, is the other one. Is the other I one. actually it, making Robbie Anderson mad is like a huge plus. <laughs> He's a jerk. <laughs> He is a jerk. So good. I hope he gets zero targets all year. <laughs> he is, he is, you know how Sam Darnold gets like a lot of excuses because, like, oh, his team is bad? Yeah. Well, now Robbie Anderson's getting excuses because Sam Darnold's bad. It is, he did, he had 400 yards for a reason, I'm afraid. Um, 
So I don't even really care about that. I think Baker is pretty easily the best quarterback on the roster right now. I think it was this or Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't think you could have gotten Jimmy Garoppolo for this little. So I'm cool with it. I think the Panthers are going to be very okay. The other thing is that there wasn't a quarterback move for Carolina, was there? The Panthers have given up a lot of like resources for quarterbacks in the last couple of years, like a second for Darnold and a third for Corral, you know, fifths for like Will Greer and now Baker, like $10 million to Cam Newton um, to bring him back for a couple games. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's... I don't know if this last ditch effort, like, and just continuing to plug holes so you don't get fired. Like, I don't know how long that'll actually last. I don't know if rule is making it to next season, but after this, they have all their first round picks, correct? Like their kind of draft is back on schedule. So they'll have Mm -hmm. the opportunity to kind of maybe draft a franchise guy after this. But even then that's a tough pill to swallow. Cause then it's like a first and on top of every, like you'd like to address some other areas of the roster, but I mean, I get it. You know, you can't it, like the roster. If Baker is what he is his rookie year. And this is kind of the offense they'll be running. I think under Ben McAdoo is a lot of West coast, like shotgun, zero to three step dropbacks, like get the ball out quick as an extension of the running game. That's kind of more Freddie Kitchen's MO than Kevin Stefanski's MO. And Baker had actually a really promising rookie year. Um, and obviously he looked really good uh, when Hugh Jackson got fired and Freddie Kitchens took o- over originally. So if you can get like that kind of Baker, you could maybe see in this NFC, the the Panthers like having a sneaky good season. But then if you get 2019 Baker, give, give the Panthers to the playoffs take. Cause if you're not going to, Oh, I'm not going to, I think that we're going to see more. I'm going to say we're going to start to see more like 2019 Baker where, you know, his mechanics are off and his accuracy is not good enough to like, just kind of, take advantage of all these yak opportunities that the West coast offense is supposed to provide. And, you know, he's not picking the right spots to throw to. Let's be real here. The (laughs) Panthers, the Panthers, you know, offensive line is not as good as the Browns. Their run game is not as good as the Browns. Like even like if you want to do all this extension of the run game stuff, like Baker, Baker couldn't, could barely do it with the best extension of the run game in the NFL with the best run game in the NFL. So I don't know what makes you think he's going to be able to do it very well in Carolina. Well, he's got a better running back now for starters ah. <laughs> and he has much better receivers than he ever did. I mean, you're, you're out here. He has, a, Donovan he has a Jones single, he has a single good receiver, but he already DJ had a good, Moore, re- he already had a good sick. receiver and he couldn't do that. No, Odell <laughs> overrated. Oh my Now you're really making <laughs> it. Now, you now you've done it. <laughs> Look, man, the NFC is weak. Matt Rule, he's coaching for his job. Baker Mayfield, you know, this is this is the difference. Offensive line, blah blah, running game, blah blah, scheme, blah blah. Now he's mad. And that no, I, I don't Dog know. I think they'll him. win like seven games. I think he'll be okay, and then they'll move on. Hopefully, that he's a he is a bridge quarterback. Yeah. Well, the 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 line for the Panthers is five and a half. So you think over? Wins. Yeah, five and a half wins. Yeah, I wouldn't hate the over on that. I'm I wouldn't bet on the Panthers because I'm not an insane person. But <laughs> if you said over on uh, what, what's their schedule? They get the Falcons twice. 
It's uh, the Falcons twice. It's Browns a, easy win. That's no, three right they're there. Not beating the, they're not beating the Browns. You so you go Browns, Giants, Saints, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams, Bucks, Falcons again. Uh or Falcons, Bengals. We gotta beat the Falcons. <laughs> Falcons twice. I think you could beat the Falcons twice. That's not unreasonable. Uh you play the Ravens. You play the whole AFC North. Good and Lord. then uh you play you play the AFC North, you play the Broncos, you play I'm, we play the AFC West. I'm going under five and a half. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, you play you play you play the you play the AFC North, NFC West, and the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I'm going under. I'm going, that schedule is <laughs> there's a world where they play like a soft schedule and they hit seven, eight wins and maybe they're in the playoff chase late. We do not live in that world because that schedule is brutal. Okay. One wow. one DJ Moore injury away from having what could be the worst offense in football on paper. Like there's like two key players that you really trust there, and it's McCaffrey who No, not worse than the Falcons. The Falcons with London and Pitts and Cordero Patterson and Ritter. You but who? Yeah, I was gonna say Ritter. I'd rather have Ritter. I'd have Ritter. I'd rather have Ritter than any of the three quarterbacks on the Panthers. <laughs> Dead ass. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not going. What to about what about the Falcons' take. offensive line? What about the Falcons' offensive line? It's bad. I mean, we're getting into <laughs> some other stuff here, but like. I don't know. I, I think my hot take could be Panthers last night. Like, truly, 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 I, I don't think that we're getting elite Baker. I think the fact that he had to cut $3.5 million from his contract is also crazy. We didn't talk about that. Like, he could have just said, no, I'm not taking a pay cut, gotten more money to do nothing. Um, but he said, I want to be out of here so bad with he it. Wants it. He wants it. He wants to compete. I mean, good for him. He wants to compete and prove himself. But like, if he were to lose out to Sam Darnold or something, like if Sam Darnold starts week one, like Baker just cut three and a half million dollars from his contract and he would need that because he's never getting a contract ever again if that happens. He, so He is not losing out to he's Sam not, Darnold. He's probably I'm not. not. <laughs> but if he doesn't Definitely. like... This is, this is the official 2018 quarterback draft class quarterback battle right This here. is awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get... We're going to see a game against the Falcons where... Is he still there? We're going to see Rosen, Darnold, and Mayfield all in the same game. Um, but anyway, I digress. I think... Um, yeah, I, I look at their defense and it's like, you know, JC Horn is could be a big positive. Yeah. <laughs> he could be. He's also coming off he, better be. he also is coming off uh Achilles injury and is a cornerback with like basically no NFL playing time. I don't know. They lost I Brian. He broke his foot. Am I or maybe did he break his foot? It was some foot injury. Might be, which is not well, I it's mean not, it's better not, than not, tearing your Achilles, but it's but not it's, great. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, Lower body injury at corner, never a good thing. No. Yeah, and then I, he broke his foot. He did break his foot. Um, so, and then you've got like, who did they replace Brian Burns with? So, like, a lot of the pass rush from last year, because, or I mean, Hassan Reddick with, who did they replace Hassan Reddick with? They, I genuinely have no right. Idea. So it's like that's a lot of pr- that's a lot of sacks and pressure that did not get like adequately replaced for them. 
Uh, I don't love their linebackers. I don't love, love, love their cornerback room. I don't love their wide receiver room. I don't love their offensive line. I don't like their quarterbacks. They've got one good receiver. Like to me, I think that the Panthers could be one of the worst teams in football. Again, I don't like their coaching staff. I don't like, I don't like their owner. I don't like, there's a lot to not like. There's a lot to not like in Carolina. Five, count them five games. Okay. And I understand that. I can see that. that it's it's because it's the it would be the under, but it also would ensure that they don't get a great quarterback. Also, worse than the Bears' offense. True, uh, that is true. Yeah. I'd rather have Fields than any of the quarterbacks on the on the Panthers. But yeah, their line is probably better. Their receiving core is honestly probably better. Uh, so. Yeah, I would say probably the Bears. I mean, I'm not high on the Bears. Like, the Bears are about to be what I predict to be the worst team in football, so that's not not saying much. But anyway, yeah, Panthers, their defense yeah. could be – I mean, their defense wasn't that bad. Like, it was actually pretty good last year. So, I do like Snow, their defensive coordinator, and some of the stuff that he does. So, I, I think their defense will be all right. I think their offense could be could be bottom five again. I don't know. I'm yeah. taking the under five games. They, that, that team just scares me. The Falcons, I think, are also going to be the Browns? bottom feeders. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm I mean, a little... They, basically, I'm they a, basically have the same schedule. Yeah. The Falcons? Yeah. They stink. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I mean... I kind of like what the Falcons did this offseason. Like, I'm somewhat excited to see them with... Like, obviously, Mariota and Ritter is not great, but Mariota has played in a playoff game, I believe, before. So, you know, he's not a total black hole. <laughs> I believe. Oh, that's that. <laughs> and you, notice how you didn't say this about Baker. I didn't say this about Baker. You know, uh, you're that's right. True. You're Baker right. won a playoff game. The last time we <laughs> saw Mariota and Arthur Smith play, like, together, uh, Mariota got benched and he played terrible. And Ryan Tannehill came in and actually played pretty well. Ritter compared himself to Ryan Tannehill, and I think compares pretty all right to Ryan Tannehill. So history will repeat itself. Our king, Desmond Ritter, will take over the job. We're going to see Kyle Pitts, who is one of my favorite players in the league. I think that he's one of the best tight ends. Like, I honestly don't think saying that he's the best tight end in football is a crazy take. I truly do not think that. Like, If you were to switch Kelsey and Pitts... Who would you bet on? Like their their situations. Who would you bet on to lead like tight ends and yards and touchdowns? Or, or like Mark Andrews? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Pitts is like pretty phenomenal. I like London a lot. I, I really do. Um, so do I. So those are two good receivers right there. Brian Edwards, Cordero Patterson's a nice weapon. Like the offense is okay. Like I don't know, it's not good, but. It looked. It's better than I thought it would be at the beginning of this offseason when they when Ridley got suspended, and then there's like the defense with Terrell and Casey Hayward and Isaiah Oliver. Like those are three. They safeties don't look at the safeties, but like the starting three <laughs> cornerbacks are. I was going right. to say, dude, the safeties are really weak. Uh, what about that front seven, Theo? How's that front seven looking? Uh, well, I liked Ebiketti. <laughs> I liked Ebiketti. They brought in um, Lorenzo Carter from the Giants, who is okay. They lost Olakun. Their linebackers are pretty bad. Um, Deion Jones is terrible now, sadly. Yeah. Uh, so Grady, Grady Jarrett and Ebiketti, and like I don't know. It's there's some okay. Are, fine are they pieces. winning a single game in the AFC North? Yeah, uh, yeah, they'll beat the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not beating the there Browns. They're not. I don't know if they're, I... they they'd be lucky to get a single game in their division. 
And then now their one saving grace, their one saving grace will be that they play like they play Washington, they play the Bears. So like those are those are some like salvageable games, but again, they they play the Chargers and they play the <laughs> NFC West. Yeah, the, I mean when you, the bad Yeah, go ahead. QB Bad offensive line combo is not one to bet on. Bad front seven. It's really not. Pretty much a bad secondary. <laughs> and bad really, their, receiving their core. weapons yeah. are not that great, honestly. They just have a. I mean, they have Pitts, who is cool, and London, who is very, should be good, but's a rookie, and their depth is all. Yeah, I basically yeah. really liked their depth, their draft. That's what I'm trying to say about the Falcons. It's like yeah, there's a bunch of guys. There's a bunch of guys that I'm excited about. Like Ritter, I liked. He was my quarterback one. London, I liked. Ebiketti, I really liked. So. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I'm confusing. Like, there's young talent there, but, and I love Terrell. I agree. There's young talent there, but as a whole, However, every unit is still, still probably below average. <laughs> like, like, bad. Not not even just bad, I would say. So, yeah, I, their, their line uh, for win total is four and a half. Ooh. I'm going under. I'll go. I, I'm. I think they stick around four. Four is, I think, pretty reasonable for them. Yeah, that's a pretty four, reasonable expectations. Yeah. No one ever wants to Even predict. Even four would be hard. I'll say... We, we predict two overs last... I think we were predict like pretty in, in favor of the last time. I think both of these so far are unders. Barely yes. with their unders. Yeah, five and a half, four and a half, I take under for both of them. And easy. I know everybody is going to take the under on this, so maybe that makes like the over more appealing from like, uh, let me get one... Where that other people might not expect, but yeah, I really do think they just, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's like if Ritter, if Ritter does come in and like is really good, and like if Drake London is a baller and he's like, if he has like a Jamar Chase, if he has like a Jamar Chase who come into a bad situation (laughs) and turn up immediately are uh, pretty, it's like Kaepernick was a second round guy to do it, but no, yeah, third round picks just don't, don't work out. So, yeah, it's like I like Ritter as QB one in this class, but like, do I like him that much? Not really. I love Pitts though, and I really like London. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. I would say probably, I'll probably say under. I don't know. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they go over though, and if like, if like, yeah, if, like if, five wins isn't unthinkable, obviously, but you could say that for almost anybody. If London like is offensive rookie of the year caliber, that's what I'm saying. Which like, I could maybe see, you know. If so. he's just like out of this world, but I don't know. Yeah. Three, four right. wins, maybe, but they're they're gonna be bad. That's that's the more of the story. They're gonna be bad. Panthers are also gonna be bad. What about the Saints? Are they going 0 17? They're not going 0 17. <laughs> In fact, I'm I don't even need to know their line. I'm I'm guessing I'm gonna take the over. It's I mean, if this is to be believed, it's seven and a half. That's easy money. That's easy money, no? I would think people yes. people think that J- like Jameis is legitimately good. That's yes. I think the big thing. And even if he wasn't, I mean, Olave and Michael Thomas is like a very good one-two punch, and the line is not super great anymore. But like Caesar Reese is still starting, but um, it's whatever. Like Camara, Michael Thomas, Winston, like they they just don't go under like 500 even last year when they were like a hospital squad they made it to i think people are kind of just overestimating sean payton's departure that's what i think i think people are saying 
this team is going to totally collapse without Sean Payton. And I just don't think that's true. I think Dennis Allen is a really good defensive mind. He's shut down the Buccaneers defense like every time they've played in the regular season, basically, since Brady has gotten there. They've done a better job on him than anybody. So Dennis Allen is a good coach. And that offensive coordinator has been around like 20 years and even called plays and, and led a pretty good offense when... Sean Payton got suspended for Bounding Gate. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I think, like, the culture and, and the way they operate is going to be pretty similar. Like, yes, Sean Payton isn't there calling his shots, but, like, everyone's there still knows the drill. And I think that's where people are really sleeping on them is, like, oh, Sean Payton's gone. He was what kept him afloat. But it's, like, everything Sean Payton built as far as a coaching staff and a culture is, like, still there. And the defense still looks, like, pretty good to me. They just don't. They just don't ever go under five hundred. And to project them they to got win four s- games against the Falcons and Panthers, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like. Well, okay. Let let me let's put it in a world where they sweep their division because they always have Tom Brady's number, right? <laughs> right. Like, let's I mean, be, like let's. They, they could they be. could reasonably go six and zero in their division. Them going like, like not- five and one. If I were if you were to say. Panthers sweep yeah. the the get one from the Bucks sweep the Falcons and the Panthers. I would say Panthers? that's not like the craziest outcome. Getting two against the Bucks, I'd be like, wow, they did a damn good job against the Bucks. But right, but it, it, I wouldn't even be unthinkable for them to sweep the Bucks. My problem is then like the rest of their schedule. It's it's like okay, again, this whole division they play the AFC North, which is. They're going to beat some of those guys. Yeah, right, you're going to beat the the Steelers you might, and the you might get through, Browns. You might get through are Pittsburgh. Like, right? Okay, the, the Browns are not unbeatable. Yeah. And like okay. yeah, maybe I the Browns aren't the Browns unbeatable. They're not unbeatable. The Bengals aren't unbeatable. The Ravens aren't I'm unbeatable. I'm not saying they're not They'll, unbeatable, but they're not just going to win all of those games. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I'm just I'm yeah, just they're not going to win all of those games. They need to win 8. Yeah. And they have yeah. four free wins in the division. <laughs> People talk about who's going to take advantage of the NFC South not being good. The Saints are the team that's going to. Oh, yeah. That's the team. The Bucks are going to do their thing. Then there's three other teams. The Saints are the team that's going to take advantage. I'm just, I just don't think seven and a half is easy money. I think it's, it's like... Easy didn't money. you just say it's not unthinkable that they sweep their division? I don't think it's unthinkable. I just you, don't... You, but you don't think them winning two more games after that it, or is 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 it difficult? guaranteed? I'm not oh, saying it's man. a guarantee. You, oh, you think it is not a guarantee the Saints win two non-division games? You think they're going to go one in ten outside? I didn't of the say. Division? I didn't say they're going to. I just said it's not like just. I think totally. it would be like pretty insane if that happened. I'm just saying, like they play the Rams, they play the Ravens, they play the Raiders. I think they. Oh, I, they're on par with like the Raiders. <laughs> no, I think the Raiders are pretty easily better. Yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. I think like this defense, you can expect them to be top 10. I think they would expect themselves to be top 10. I think that's a fair assumption to make with everything they've got. They've got maybe the best slot corner in the league in uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They've got a legit bona fide guy who can cover number ones in Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore. They lost uh, Williams, the safety, uh, which is a big loss. He is so good, dude. Um, that's a huge, huge loss for them. But Marcus May has put played some good ball in the past. Like, I, I truly, th- yeah, I think that that's seven and a half over. Yes, this is a little bit of a difficult schedule outside of like Panthers and Saints. Teams like the Vikings aren't a cakewalk. Teams like the Ravens, Raiders, yeah. Steel. Like there is no outside the division, just easy team. Like, I don't know. Who did we say was going to be the worst in the NFC West? We said the Cardinals. They do play the Cardinals, but 
And that's not and a cakewalk I, they, team either. It, right. And they, they could beat the Cardinals, but like. There is no Lions. There is no Bears. There is no, right. you know, I, I can see what you're saying there, that they're, divi- they're, they're and they, scheduled they have, they have, they have a late bye week. Like they play, they play three tough teams, Rams, 49ers, Bucks, like right before a, fo- a week 14 bye. And then so like they're tired going into the bye and then they come out and, the, you know, luckily they have the Falcons, but then they go Browns. And Eagles, which aren't like cakewalk teams, the Eagles got substantially better. But they need they need like three or four wins outside of the division. And even if you think they're a step down, and it's the NFL, like they're not going to lose every game. They're well, yeah know, favored like three points against. I, I just I just I wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, that's easy money. It's <laughs> easy money. They will hit the. Yeah, over. I think they will. I think they will hit the over, but I'm not going to just. I think they're. I, I think they're. Offense. I'm not gonna throw. I'm not throwing my money at the New Orleans Saints. I think you know? their offense is still gonna be pretty. good. I think their offense is gonna be middle of the pack. I think their defense is gonna be top ten. Uh, they just always. They just always do it. It's a safe bet. I yeah. I, I would bet they're over seven and a half here pretty, pretty quickly. I, I think they're underrated right now. I I mean, they could win this division if the Buccaneers take any kind. Of, if like Brady takes a step back and you yeah. know, Gronk isn't there and. Chris Godwin just tore his ACL and probably won't be back through the first quarter of the season or whatnot. And, you know, there's a world where they win their division. I think if they're, if Jameis is like what he was for the first half of last, like playing pretty well, like he was for the first half of last year. That's true. You get, you get goat Jameis Winston. Do you see any Uh, world, I guess moving on then, do you guys see any world where the Buccaneers are, like a wild card team or they take a step back or are you just kind of thinking they're they're going to cruise here you would kind of need like the kitchen sink from the saints you'd need their offense to really like click yeah like if the offensive line was okay and they get Kamara back and then winston looks how he did last year but with weapons sure like yeah i guess you can see a world and like maybe the saints have the bucks number and they get the tiebreaker i forgot they got landry too the the, they have Olave, Jarvis. Landry, and Michael yeah. Thomas. Okay, it's like I I I think if if that's somebody's like hot take for the NFC South, I can get down with it. Yeah, yeah. All right, the I Buc- forgot. I, mean, the, I forgot about Trevor Penning. I forgot about Trevor Penning being your starting. <laughs> oh, they're tackle. cooked. <laughs> they're cooked. I fear. My two favorite um, linemen, Penning and Caesar Ruiz, on the same line. <laughs> My boys. Jeez Louise. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but the Bucks are still going to be good. I don't, I don't expect like a huge drop-off. I do think losing Gronk is a pretty big loss. Um, but I'm, I'm not like total. And I, their secondary has never really been, has never really been that good, but their front seven's always been so good that it doesn't really matter because they can just dominate offensive lines. They're still going to be good. Uh, but again, this whole division just does not have like cakewalk games. Did they get better on paper? I'd say no, right? Not, yeah. No, probably. I'd okay. Say, yeah. yeah. Say probably not. Yeah. They're at and 11 and a half. Six teams won 12 games last year. And the Buccaneers themselves, the, the Buccaneers themselves won 13 last year. Uh, the Packers won 13. The Rams won 12. The Cowboys won 12. The, the Buccaneers won 13 with the easiest schedule in the NFL last year. They won 12. Or tw- did they win 12 or was it? They won 12, yes. Okay. The Bills only but won 11. 
So I think like yeah. 12 wins is a lot of wins, basically, is what I'm saying here. Yeah. Like the Bills didn't even win 12 games last year. Chiefs barely got there. Bengals didn't get there. I don't know. It's 12 is a lot. Um, obviously, Brady, I don't think I would pro- project a fall off there just because that's foolish to do. And they've still got the high-level yeah. offensive line, and they've still got the high-level receiving core with Russell Gage. I don't know. 12 is pretty rich for my blood. I'd probably stay away from betting this at all. But I guess I would say I I don't know, man. This one's tough. That's a tough I lean. I'd say I lean we, we, under, we've been saying but it's exceed like, high, low, or just right. I'd say that's just right. Yeah. They'll win 11 or 12 games. They will win. They will win 11 games and tie a game. That would be the under. 11 would be the under. It's 11 and a half. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think the Bucks. this is not the best version of the Bucks that we've seen, like, over the past two years, like, with no... Like, the, the lo- Russell Gage is a good player, um, but the loss of Arians, and I think that Bulls is a g- good head coach even still, though. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that it's just kind of more of the same, and... They were a wild card team the year they won the Super Bowl. Last year they won thirteen. This one's a tough call for me. Basically, I'm just. I mean, out of outside of their division, bro. Their schedule is tough. They have Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City. I mean, it is absolutely brutal for them. I kind of so think like, they're better than all those teams, though. Honestly, like, like, I, like maybe right, <laughs> like they could win all those games, but like they're not gimmies. It's uh, <laughs> for sure. I'm gonna say over. I think the Buccaneers in the NFC could feast. I, I, I don't see a I reason guess. why. Like Brady, legitimately could have won MVP last year. Like, I would not have been mad at that at all. I, I still think they still got Mike Evans, who is a elite wide receiver. Like Godwin shouldn't be back too late. You've got Gage. Yes, Gronk is gone, but like, is that really gonna affect your? How much is that gonna affect your win total? Maybe a game or two, I suppose. You still got Fournette. You still got the offensive line. You still got Devin yeah, White. Yeah, they still and, have a very good team. Yeah, I it's, wouldn't. It's aging. It's definitely a, a lot of their best players are old, uh, like Shaq Barrett and Levante and Brady. Obviously, like it's kind of an aging team. But yeah, I, I just I think that they could be the one seed in the NFC for sure. I guess that would be my prediction. So I'll say the over. Gun to my head. Well, they won't. I, I can promise you they won't be my one seed. Um, I do. I still think they'll win this division. I don't think they'll be a wild card, but I don't know. 11 or 12. It's just like there's a couple games where I'm like, oh, maybe they win. Maybe they beat Dallas week one. Maybe they lose, right? It's like <clears throat> games like that for me are just such toss-ups that it's like it could be 11, it could be 12. I don't fucking know. But yeah, that is the uh, the NFC South. Everything will go exactly to plan. Nothing ever goes wrong here on the Stay Hot podcast. So I got I got Bucks, Bucks Saints. I'm going to say the Falcons finish. No, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they both Give tied. Me Bucks, Sa- Bucks Saints Panthers Falcons. Wait, Come when on. we talk about the NFC North, I'm going to remember this. All right, yeah, pick the Vikings to win it. All right, I'm picking the Bears to win it, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, I I think that this is definitely a very top-heavy division. Like, there's two tiers, two very clear tiers here to me, or maybe three. Like Buccaneers in a tier by themselves, yeah. and Saints tier, and then and then maybe the the Falcons and 
and Panthers will both finish with four wins respectively. And I'll say the Falcons yep. get some tiebreakers and finish above them in the, in the standings. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just like their draft. I Yes. Yeah. yeah. Biased. Biased towards good you just players. Hate, dude, you just hate the Panthers, <laughs> man. That's what it is. You're right. You're right. Terrace Marshall. It all depends on Terrace Marshall. If Terrace Marshall looks good week one, they're going to be all right. If he looks, if he is a healthy scratch again, yeah, they're cooked. I I will say this: any game when the Panthers aren't playing the Browns, I'm going to root for Baker. I'm rooting against the Browns. (laughs) Hey, fuck you, Matt. (laughs) Like, I don't like your birthday's over. I don't have to respect you anymore. (laughs) Like, that's that's true. That's true. I don't know. No, I'm. I think they're going to be fine. It's a fine move. It's whatever. That's the NFC South. That's the NFC South. Shall we talk about some basketball, some NBA? We should. All right. On the live, we talked a little bit about TJ Warren to the Nets and the time between Theo arriving. Matt, would you like to give uh, your unanimous, cons- like all-knowing take on what TJ Warren TJ means Warren. for the Nets? He's played four games in the last two years. Um, it's like a fun. They're they're still trying to be good regardless because they don't have their pick. Although I could argue that maybe they could tank this season if they really wanted to because it's a pick swap with the Rockets and both those teams could be bad, and then you'd have a good pick regardless. But it's not really worth doing. So they're going to still try to be good. A lot of people are saying like, "Oh, could the Nets just run it back?" I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they just still need to be good because they don't control any other future picks. Warren is is a nice wing score, um, injury prone or whatever, but this is a pretty low risk signing, so why not? I don't disagree with it. They're just trying to be fun this next year if they lose KD and Kyrie, but we'll see. I mean, they could be more competitive than people think just depending on what type of package they get back for Kyrie and Kevin Durant and what the package 4KD looks like, I definitely think. Yeah, so. I have a feeling that we'll I have a feeling that after that package is done, if it if it does get done, like we'll we'll see a bunch of people being like, hold up, low key, the Nets could be nice too. Like you know that you can be a playoff team without KD and Kyrie. A lot of teams do yeah. it every single year. So you know, with Ben Simmons leading the team and your best player, like. It's it's tough to like bet on him right now or, or put all your chips on Ben Simmons when he hasn't been available. But he really is going to play game one. He's going to start for the Nets like week one to use NFL terms. I think I think that like his back injury is behind him. He seems to be like posting. I feel great. I feel good. So you're going to get a Ben Simmons and Ben Ben Simmons. I mean, he's been an all-star multiple times before, all right? Like, he has been a regular. Like, if you if he's the guy you want riding with you during the playoffs, maybe not. But he can be a useful piece for them if they were to get a – they're going to get a lot of incoming resources in these trades here. Kyrie is still under contract there, and there's no guarantee that deal happens, I suppose. I don't know. I, I still like what they could be, so – I, I guess I'm somewhat of a Ben Simmons believer, but it's not that hard to be like above average optimist about Ben Simmons just because he's like yeah, I was about to so say, hated. Like ben right? Simmons, so yeah, hated. Being a Ben right Simmons now. hater is 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 just like that. Is like it's being just being the, an NBA I, fan, really. Like being a Ben Simmons <laughs> hater is just well, being just, an NBA fan, right? It's now. no different than like hopping on the trend of hating on that one guy on TikTok. <laughs> like it's it's no different. <laughs> Everyone hates him. <laughs> 
It's just Jake Novak. The nature of it. Yeah, yeah Jake, Jake Novak. No, everybody hates on him, and we haven't seen him since. It's, he's just like Ben Simmons. Um, <laughs> he's exactly like Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean, everybody's piling on, right? You know, but the difference between Ben Simmons and Jake Novak is like Ben Simmons has a job at the highest level of like his industry and has actually you know made an all-star game and jake novak is trying so, to trying to apply i don't know if you've heard but he's trying to apply to be that but uh haven't doesn't seem like it's working so well, anyway so then then really it's 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 more sad that everyone just keeps hating on jake novak and he hasn't even he's not even doing anything I guess it's not his fault. So that's why I like the TJ Warren signing <laughs> for the next. Um, no, like, yeah, it, it totally depends on like, we, I'm not going to sit here and make a Nets prediction. We don't know what they're going to Yeah, get We don't back. know what they're going to look. So yeah. we don't know what the team is going to look like. Actually, I don't they're know, winning they could the finals. Be good. Um, yes. If Simmons goes out and he just does what he normally does in like the regular season, there will be people taking victory laps on Twitter being like, I told you so. So like he needs to do, he just needs to play at this point and people will, you know, yeah, you'll be higher on him than, than the average person. It's not too hard. <laughs> right. Now. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can, I can see it with them. Warren's a fun signing, but I don't think it means that KD and Kyrie are coming back. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. All right. Let's not talk about the, the non KD things that have happened. Right. Thomas Bryant, former, oh, okay. former, Oh, what is it? What were you going to say? Cavs. What did the Cavs they do? Him. They still haven't brought back Sexton. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Sexton is probably one of the bigger dominoes that hasn't fallen yet. I, I We've talked about it before on this show that like Sexton is underrated, we think, and could be a, a big piece for somebody. But yeah, if, nothing, if nothing's happened, I don't have much to say about it. I, I think they should bring fair. him back. I think they should bring him back. Uh, but they'll I be, think they should bring him back too. I think it, they'll be, it would be a steal. They'll be fine even if they don't. Their young core is good. They probably they, don't. they probably just don't want to give them a long term contract because if they pay him now, they won't have money next off season. That would be my guess. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, I don't, think don't they've they've got the ultimate like they've got the core right now that can like really grow into being a pretty dangerous unit and you love the flexibility that, that gives you and you love that they're all on these like obviously they just signed Garland so they're not all on crazy yeah, contracts but that's... two max contract or two huge contracts if you give one to Sexton means that you've got a lot of money tied up in Sexland and then you're your flexibility with a young core, it does mean that like, so maybe he's asking for too much money, I suppose. Well, well think about it from like an owner perspective, right? The sex land merch, <laughs> it's under, it's, 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 it, it's easy money. No, but would the, you the rock it? Would you rock a sex land? Like, <laughs> like hoodie out in public? Like a, like, I guess like in Ohio you would. In Ohio, oh, absolutely. maybe. Okay. Yeah. I'd go I'd go to a Cavs game wearing a sex land. Well, shirt. yeah, a Cavs game, but would you just wear one out and risk like people not knowing what sex land means? <laughs> yeah, I think I would. Okay. Like I like I think I'd go to class wearing a sex land <laughs> sex land hoodie. Okay. Just gauging the, <laughs> the temperature. But anyway. Yeah. So whoever oh, I don't even know who the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers is. Um but I hope he watches does he, this. Does he have a daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Theo knows me so well, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, the Cavs did like almost make the playoffs last year. 
despite you know Jared Allen getting hurt and you know losing one uh, you know one of the key pieces of an elite defense. So we'll see. We'll see. It wouldn't it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, I guess. I mean, it's just back. yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't have cap space, and I'm sure that they're thinking about LeBron pa- possibly coming back. Oh, um, I didn't even think about that. I don't know if they, they are. I, I, I don't know if they're and, thinking and even about if they that. even if they aren't, Collins. If if you are, why not? Why wouldn't you be thinking about I think that? The, I think because like LeBron's playing with the Lakers just, this year. I guess after that, mm-hmm. maybe you could say bring him in, and you gotta consider would he? I, I don't know. I feel like that's just such a long shot that you shouldn't devote much of your planning or when your is, roster when is construction. Draft why? Eligible? When is Bronny draft? I don't eligible? know, dude. It's it's not even about that. I'm just saying that if LeBron was like, oh well, he's with the Lakers, which is why he hasn't signed his extension. He's not. He does not trust the Lakers long term at all. And the Cavs on paper makes sense. They even not from a non-Cavs standpoint. Regardless, it doesn't really matter. The problem is, is that if you sign Sexton, you don't have your max slot next year that you could have, and. I'm sure that factors into their decision-making process. So it's not just about whether or not Sexton's good. It's about whether or not he's better than a player you could get next offseason with that max slot, and he might not be. Fair. Yes, that's fair. Matt, you had a take before we started recording, and you said that the Lakers mm-hmm. have had one of the best off-seasons, but yet they have not packaged a bunch of shitty role players for a superstar. How it's can you think this? <laughs> They are, I'm, I'm kind of projecting that the Kyrie move will happen and that you're going to hear a lot of noise about it. Um, but I'm assuming that's all negotiation crap. Like the Nets don't want Kyrie back and the Lakers are the only team interested. So it's going to be so hard to, for either side to get leverage because the Lakers really need to pull it off. But let's imagine a world where the Lakers give up Westbrook and whatever pick wise for Kyrie and Seth Curry, which I think is, is, Again, I'm projecting that to happen a little bit. They've gone from a team that was kind of dead in the water to a team that has a lot of, like, you know, has a lot of offensive firepower, has gotten a lot more spacing, has gotten a lot better role players. And I still think they'd have problems. I don't know if I'd pick them to win anything because they'd still be super injury prone. And I don't know if I trust their defensive personnel as much as I did when they won the championship, but their spacing would be leaps and bounds better than it was last year and getting Kendrick Nunn back I think is a big deal and if they had Kyrie instead of Westbrook that'd be a big deal and Seth Curry would be a big get why would it why would the Nets give up a good role player like like Seth Curry if they are seemingly getting the short end of the stick in the Kyrie for Westbrook deal well I think you'd have to make the money match I, I don't know that Westbrook straight up for Kyrie matches money-wise. Okay. Okay. And you'd rather send Joe Harris, but that that would make the Lakers like the most expensive team ever. So is that's West, probably not going to happen. Is Westbrook making more this year than Kyrie? He's making a yes. ton of money this year. He's making a ton of money this year. Now, if you're the Nets, you're probably looking at Seth Curry and you're saying, you're on a one-year deal. You're probably not going to be back next year because Seth Curry is the type of player that every single contender would want. And the Nets probably aren't, they might be good. They're probably not going to be contenders. Right. So if I'm sitting there and I'm saying, man, to make this trade make sense for the Lakers, like this is the difference between me getting a first round pick and a pick swap or maybe two future firsts that could be very good. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger on that. 
<laughs> yeah. I guess that's fair. It's this, and this is a move that people really don't want to have happen because like they don't want the Lakers to get bailed out, but really it wouldn't be bailing out the Lakers at all. I don't think it would be, it would be sending like, if they send like two first or like their 27 and then their 28 pick swap, for it's painful. Kyrie, it could be one. Both those guys are expired. Both him and LeBron would be expiring. So they could be gone next year. And I don't think that's like the easiest bailout ever. Yeah, I would agree. But I would also say like it would certainly raise their ceiling. Like it, it like there's a chance that it fails. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's there's a chance that it fails. It's not like Katie all of a sudden they've just no strings attached, got Kyrie. But I would say it's bailing them out a little bit. Like, I mean, you're they were just rudderless at the beginning of this offseason. Right. And there's a chance now that they build the best big three and, and there wasn't yeah, right there's a chance that all of a sudden they've got once again like the best big three in in basketball <laughs> so i mean it's it, it's the benefit of playing in la and having lebron it's it's, <laughs> it's and it's the benefit yes, that's of exactly what's happened and it's the benefit of lebron <laughs> after Kyrie leaving like the Cavs being like good luck to him right and not and never ever saying a bad word about Kyrie even though he may have been mad that Kyrie kind of abandoned him him to go be a batman somewhere lebron never ever <laughs> burned that bridge and that was smart of him because now it's the mm-hmm. only bridge that Kyrie has got left so that was hey hey let's put it this way right lebron and kyrie are going to be in la this season and then they're both going to expire and leave. And LeBron and Kyrie are going to return to Cleveland and win another title in the land <laughs> in the two one six. Sure, <laughs> I, I um, but again, that's a, a pretty decent projection. It's going to take a long time for it to happen. It's going to take like months. It's going to take like at least a month, probably, for the Kyrie move to happen, and KD maybe even longer. Yeah. Um, but Kyrie probably isn't going to go play for the Nets anyway. So if you have the chance to go get, you know, a first and a pick swap or a first and some seconds for, you know, basically nothing because you're into Kyrie might not play for you. You'd probably buy out Westbrook. Yeah, you'd do it. Yeah. And again, he has no other suitors. So, yeah. And yeah. And it's just like the Ben Simmons deal too, like where people are like, oh, why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? Look at the Ben Simmons deal. What did everybody say? Why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? You know how many like pick packages the Sixers probably turned down for like just some garbage like that they could have taken right away. And then they eventually got James Harden because they waited it out. Not that that move like worked out fantastically for them and James Harden, but like James Harden was about as good of a get for them as as they could get, and it happened because they waited it out, waited it out, waited it out, and then the opportunity arose to get James Harden. So like taking the right. like there is no basketball getting played for months. I mean, there is no reason to pull the trigger. It, right now, if you're the Nets, there is no right. rush, and maybe even KD and Kyrie will say, "Never mind." Maybe, like, maybe, who knows? But and then, and then you you notice how all of a sudden the like Buddy Heald rumors start up again the second that this starts getting negotiated. Oh well, we might do something else. No, they're not. <laughs> then, I don't. I really don't think they're going to go after Buddy Heald instead of Kyrie. I think they could. I think they could just because they've always kind of had their eye on Buddy Heald. So, like, I don't think it's unreasonable to yeah, say that they're maybe, interested. I don't know. But like, yeah, I mean, Kyrie was just pony up for I guess it's down to the Lakers and how much they trust LeBron to stay. I know they don't want to give up these picks, but yeah. honestly, if I were the Nets and it really came down to it, even if it was just the 2027 first, 
and Westbrook, I'd probably do it. I'd rather have the first than stick it to him and not. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to keep going. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think that that's a, probably a, a smart take. And Thomas Bryant signed with them. That was uh, kind of the bigger NBA news yes. that's happened. And Thomas Bryant uh, played pretty well. I remember there was one year that I played fantasy basketball and Thomas Bryant was a decent center for me uh, in those days. So shout out him for joining the Lakers. Definitely a better big than Dwight Howard. Definitely a better big than DeAndre Jordan, who was getting minutes for them last year. So, yeah, they're starting to build these better role players back. And obviously, their mm-hmm. role players were Caruso comes to mind. They were super high level around AD and LeBron and just weren't last year. That's the biggest problem. So, even if they don't add Kyrie, like these Thomas Bryant moves and, you know, Toscano Anderson from the Warriors, uh, I think I pronounced his name right. Like, the, just getting these role players back raises their ceiling significantly. Um, I think so. It's like it's just not a team of LeBron's friends, the old friends who don't fit well. That's that's like as long as you can be that, like you're 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 getting right. better if you're the Lakers. So I liked that sign right. for yeah. them. All right. Uh, do we want to do the rank it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do All it. Right, well, b- before we do the rank it. Before we do our uh, sports mascot ranking, just want to remind everyone to go join the chalkboard chat so you can submit questions for the week for us to read on the podcast. You know, you can submit rank it options or you can just talk with us about everything going on in the world of sports. Chalkboard is the place to do all that stuff. Chalkboard's a great line of communication from us to our listeners so we can really help grow this community and build the podcast together. Plus, Chalkboard has a bunch of cool features like live box scores so you can talk with us about a game while following along within the app. And by far the coolest feature is the live bet tracking so you can see the bets we and everyone else in the group is making and how they perform. We love Chalkboard and know you will too, so make sure you download the app and join the Stay Hot group or just you know, check out the links in our social bios or in the video description below. And we again, we have a direct line of communication with the developers. So if you ever have any questions or you know want something added to the app, you can always hit us up and we'll see about getting that added. But today, our rank it. You give us a topic and we rank it. We're doing sports mascots. Who? This one was actually really hard for me. I, I feel like I'm not like big into sports mascots, but I, I was able to conjure up a few. I've got my sports mascot take is they shouldn't exist in pro sports. I think they should only be college. <laughs> I think it's weird. I think mascots for a pro sports team are is is weird. I think Ah shit. Here we go nope. again. <laughs> I, I mean nope. I don't know. It's just like they're professional, like professional once it gets like professional leagues i just find it weird that they've got matt like and in the college level it's fun in the pros i just find it a little bit weird i don't know why they just do not (laughs) they just do not hit nearly the same for me at all my i have the opposite take i think nfl teams need bands that's what they're missing (laughs) they should try to do more college football that would be sick that would be sick i suppose um well, okay. Well, we didn't say we didn't say yeah, that, pro mascots. Okay. Use the rank. They can, for you could use college. I'm just saying I'm using college mascots. Right. My, I'm saying that mine are all college. Okay. Wow. Yes. But okay. If you have a list, Bladen, why don't I just well, want to get I, that? I only way. I only have I only have a top three. Okay. First of all, um, okay. First one, I will go first. Then the bulldog from Georgia. Any live dog? Give me that. 
That's sick. I enjoy the, all the live dogs. They are in their little doghouse at the sideline. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> do the Browns have a live and dog? They do. I've never heard of him. Swagger and Swagger Jr. Swagger died and they got Swagger Jr. Yeah, they want to be a college team so bad. No one's ever heard of them. <laughs> what do you... I mean, that's cool, I guess. I've never heard of the Browns no one's live ever, no dog No one's ever mascot. heard of them. No one's ever heard of Swagger the, li- the this Browns is like, mascot. Everyone knows. This is, everyone this is like knows you not knowing uh, of Elvis. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the, the Bill's Elvis? Oh, Bill's Elvis, yes. <laughs> this is the same thing. Panthers need a live <laughs> panther. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. UGA. Uga, I don't know how to pronounce Uga. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's 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 Uga. Okay, that's my favorite. I love that dog. I bottom of this list is Texas's live cow that tried to kill uh, <laughs> Georgia's mascot. I believe that was Georgia and Texas. Anyway, that's number one. Number two, I've got Bucky the Badger, just because I think Badgers is a unique uh, name for a team. I the, the Badgers are the only Badgers that I know up in Wisconsin. I've never heard of another Badger team, and it's really fitting. They've got a great mascot and good branding and all of it. I'm a big Bucky the Badger fan just because I think they're the only ones who pull it off that I've ever seen. Same with a biased third take, which is Sparky the Sun Devil uh, from my own ASU. Definitely objectively the sexiest mascot in sports. <laughs> I'll oh. say that. <laughs> Look... He's a sly, he's just a cunning, sly figure, and you know I think that he represents the uh, ASU like student body pretty well. <laughs> and um, he's number three for me. He could be even higher. <laughs> number what four. Are you, <laughs> you have five. I have like two right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Like what? Number four. I've got the Stanford tree. And in a similar, oh, see that was going to be take. on mine. That's, a good that's awesome. That's, that's that great, might be the best one, honestly. In, in a similar vein, I'm going with uh, the Syracuse Orange because those both make, make me laugh. And I've met the Syracuse Orange, and I took a picture with them. Okay. And the person in the orange was like five feet tall, so it's just this little orange thing like running around. <laughs> I was like, "This is hilarious." Yeah, see, this is That's funny. Awesome. So yeah. there's some more funny ones that are out there, but I've given the any live dog number one. Yes, Bucky, Sparky, the tree, and then the Syracuse orange. Okay, I also have the tree. Mm-hmm. I had the tree at number three though, because uh, I only have three, but I love the Stanford tree. Like if you've ever like you know NCAA fourteen the mascot matchup I would always play as Stanford just so I could play as the tree because it's that mascot and that might be right that might be the best mascot it's but, the best mascot but it, like, it also it's not only horrifying it also <laughs> doesn't make any sense it's awesome not not, not a shred of we're gonna just, have a Sid with the Stanford Cardinals no. It's just cardinal, so like cardinal red, really. It's not like the cardinal's the bird. Okay, but regardless, okay. they're a tree. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and and the mascot's just called Stanford Tree. Like, that's it. That's the whole name. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> and I'm sure there's some, like, explanation as to why yeah, that's the I, case. Yeah, someone, someone's gonna... it doesn't gonna, mean they have to have, like... And it's so scary. Too. Someone's gonna stitch this... Hank Green's gonna stitch this video with, like, an explanation as to why the Stanford Tree is their mascot, but... It's a great mascot. Uh, Swagger is number one. Uh, the Browns dog. And that's just my personal bias as like a Browns fan. 
Uh, but I also actually I'm gonna I'm gonna change it. Swagger number one, Stanford tree number two, Benny the Bull is number three. I was gonna put Benny the Bull at number two, but Benny the Bull is number three. Fair. Oh, the For Suns Chicago. gorilla. I, that that actually. The Suns Gorilla is pretty funny no, just because it's a dude. No, in, it, that's a pro, a pro team. It's a pro team. It bas- <laughs> How do you enjoy that? In basketball, <laughs> it fits a little bit better. Pro football, I've never been like, no pro football mascot is good, in my opinion. Sorry. But yeah, the Suns Gorilla and like mascots dunking at halftime is a little bit more interesting than anything a NFL mascot can do. But anyway. I digress. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I'll make an exception for NBA. I, sh- I should have just done like all three of the Browns mascots. One, two, three. <laughs> Why do you need three you mascots? Need three mascots. It, it's, it's, you, get, it's, you get one. It's Swagger, Chomps, and uh, Brownie. I can't keep of track of all that. <laughs> Who, what is Brownie? Um, oh, it's an elf. He's, an, actually, he's the elf. He's the elf. What you even would like are mascots? these things? Why is there an elf? I would like mascots way better if they weren't related to like the team. So like the Suns gorilla works. Because it's funny because it's just it's a like gorilla. A, it's, it's funny. Or like that's why Stanford's is so sick. It should just be like, and we, oh, like the Hurricanes, they had like a good luck pig. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. That, okay. That'll be, that's number three for me is the Hurricanes. Good luck, pig. I think his name was like Hampton. Is this or the the but hockey Hamilton, team? Maybe is this yes. okay? Number two is the Stanford Cardinal, and then I'm partial to Brutus, so I have him at number one. The Buckeye. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I Brutus think is a good take. He's Brutus funny because match. he's just a nut, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's just yeah. a nut. Yeah. No, I think, and yeah. you know, yeah. And it's it's a it's a pretty reasonably like good mascot for like a pretty hard team name to have a mascot on. And in fact, I think Brutus is like I, I think that's un, like objectively maybe one of the best mascots because I just said Brutus and you knew who I was talking about. I think that's pretty impressive. So yeah, yeah. I think so. If I would have said Sparky, would you know what I was? Would you know who I was talking about? I, I, I'm. You could have guessed. I think, I think so, you could honestly. have guessed. I probably could have gotten it, but that's not because I know Sparky. If I like, if you, if a random person had said that, I would never have gotten. If it. you would have yeah. just said, "What is the name of the Ohio State Buckeye?" I would have said, yeah. "I don't know." But because you said Brutus, my head went Buckeye. But Bucky, I think the Badger is very good in that area where I think everybody knows that his name is Bucky. You don't? No. I don't no. Know None Maybe of everybody you, but me. I guess I grew up in a in the middle, like with Wisconsin fans. You guys also grew up in the Midwest, so I thought you would know that. But I kind of thought everybody nope. knew he was Bucky the Badger. But I no, but I like Brutus. So Yeah. He's well, number one. And and Brutus also benefits from the Ohio State band being really famous, I think. Yeah, the Ohio State band, I, I think college football bands are really so sick. I think that's like Oh, that's such yeah. a big part of what makes college football awesome. Crowds, like American pro crowds are so bad, dude. Like you watch a soccer game and they've got like personalized chants for every player and there's like constant singing and yelling happening in the, in the crowd. And then you'll watch like an American football game and it'll just be like a light buzz. And then our only, our only chants are like, <laughs> go blank, go, go blank. <laughs> What's the Dog Browns? Dog check. We, we, we might have not, one or, thing. Or there's there's also uh, here we go brownies. Here we go. That's, but the, like, that's the same. And thing. then it's like a bark. But like, 
I it's actually the same I, thing I as think everyone else. Ohio State is pretty sick. They got the OHIO thing around the stadium. Yeah, that, that is actually pretty really much every sick. game, and they get a hundred thousand people at those games. They're, they're awesome. College definitely yeah. has a bad, better atmosphere than than the pros. But I, I've had this take before that I think we got to rebrand like pro. Pro sports in America having like mask. I think it's like the soccer aesthetic of thing just being Barcelona or Real Madrid or like something like that sounds so much better than them being like the. I disagree. The, I think the when Barcelona I was a- Bandits or the Madrid Maulers just sounds like silly to me. Like it sounds. Maybe just come up with a better. Just come up with a better name than bandits or mallers. You're telling me like okay. You're telling me the Baltimore Ravens aren't sick. That's what I'm saying. That's I don't care. It's, I mean, some of them are cool, but like a lot of them are not. Like if I, like a grown ass man playing for the dolphins, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You dolphins, know are intelligent, dolphins are intelligent like creatures, that. man. What do you- they are. The, the, the pelicans. Like, do we have to, if you can't think of a good name, just donate. Like, and I didn't even like Washington football team, but if they were just like Washington, like that's totally fine with me, right? If you if you can can't think of a name that isn't cringe, you don't have to have one. I I think like if I was in Europe, if I was a European and I looked over at America and being like, oh, they're they're highest level of the sport. They've got something named the the Minnesota Wild, like go wild. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like oh, I don't know the Barcelona. I don't know. <laughs> hey, at least the me. Browns. I'm- the Browns is like it's named after their founder. So like, <laughs> yeah, there's it's all right. There's it's some. Cla- it's, there's, there's it's not some a huge deal. It's there. just like as far as aesthetics go, I think like soccer does it better. But that's people are gonna hate on me for this. But soccer fans yeah. won't. Good. Anyway, there was we saw a soccer game at, <laughs> on a. It was a replay of like a crew game. On we were we were at a bar and we saw a replay of a crew game. The crew, that's, the Columbus crew. I wish it was the Barcelona crew. I wish it was the. <laughs> Well, you could do that. You could there's you couldn't think of a name that sounds good for a team that doesn't already have a name because it's going to be new. You know, like Washington Commanders doesn't sound right still. Even something like yeah. Miami like I'm sorry Daniel is a Dolphins fan, but it's like I don't know, just call it a Miami like I don't know. Dolphins just not an Dolphin intimidating. Fine. I don't like it. I, I don't it like it. I like the names. Yeah. I like the logos. We'd have to have like a, a lame crest. Crests are cool, dude. <laughs> Like, no, I don't know. The Theo as- hates personality. I, I know. I like personality. You hate fun. I, I <laughs> like. Why don't you like sports? <laughs> I just think our logos leave a little bit to be desired sometimes, man. Like, they're a little busy. Like, objectively, like, I'm sorry, like the Eagles and the Broncos, they're just a little, like, I mean, maybe not busy, but. I, I don't know. There's something about them aesthetically this, I'm not vibing the with. The Eagles logo is sick. In fact, the, like, NBA answer to the crest, which is those stupid circle. Those are terrible. True. Those are ruining the logos. I'd rather have a logo that's too busy. True. You're right. The, these ugly. Those they're so bad. The, the circle ones are bad in the NBA. You're right. They're not doing a good job. I don't know. I wouldn't advocate to change for the crest, but I do like soccer crests. I do think some. I don't know. I, I'll have to maybe make a TikTok. I have made a TikTok about this actually, but you have. It uh, wasn't well received. I don't know. Something about like football logos are just not quite my. I think they could be better. I think some of them are good. I think so too. Yeah, like Baltimore did a really good job. I think it could be better. Um, I think Baltimore's could be better. I really do. I think like 
this man just can't be happy. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know what logo in the what, football. What, what about Green Bay? What are your thoughts on Green Bay? A little boring. Could probably be better. Uh, just the G. But they're also from like, it's like they thought of that in like 1925. <laughs> yeah, the Packers. So. I think the Packers is fine, but you know, it's just fine. I would be fine if they were just, I root for Green Bay, you know, I, that works yeah. for me. What You're telling me Oakland, or I guess uh, now they're the Vegas, Las Vegas. Raiders. Them being the Raiders, they have the best logo, and their logo is the Raiders. (laughs) Yeah, come on, the Raiders do it right. The Raiders have their whole like the pirate is an autumn wind. It's like actually creative. It's not just like go Raiders. They've got the whole like aesthetic, like the Raiders to me. But that's leaning even more into it. Maybe, maybe they just don't commit enough to to what they are. But they've got to be more. There's got to be more ambiance. I don't know it or something. But I, 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 people are going to think I'm crazy and just, I just like things to be just right, you know, and they're not quite just right in the NFL. Like you say, you start talking about the Raiders, you can hear like the NFL films, music, right, the Raiders, like John head. Madden, like <laughs> the Raiders have an elite logo and elite branding. Every team should strive to be more like the Raiders in terms of like how they're marketed. I love the Raiders. I, I like them too. Yeah, if the NFL was 32 <laughs> just <laughs> different colorways of the exact same logo and jersey. The Green, Cleveland Brown no, Raiders. The Cleveland Raiders. Just yeah, no. Everyone's the Raiders, but I digress. We gotta Kansas get out of here. City Raiders. Yes. You don't. Actually, now nah, we're gonna go for another hour. But thank you all for tuning in to the Stay Hot Podcast. Don't look at me like that, Matt. Next time you hear from us, we will be in Vegas. Um We'll be going over the NBA Summer League. Should be a super fun time. Let us know what games you want us to see, players you want us to look out for. As always, tons and tons of content coming away on all platforms. And from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.